Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. Give the word first place. Give the word first place in our life. Well, Brother Henry, why do you say give the word first place? Is it important for me to give, uh, when you say the word, we're talking about God's word. We're talking about the Bible. We're talking about the B-I-B-L-E, which we used to sing about when we were a child. That's the thing for me. And because you've gotten older, it is still the thing for us. It's not just a thing, but it is a roadmap for life that God has given us that we can have. And so if I give it first place, that means nothing comes before and nothing precedes the importance of developing, hearing, reading, studying, growing in the Word. Why is this so important, Brother Henry? Well, we highlighted this particular teaching like this. We say, these are excuse me, there are many voices surrounding us. And the Bible says there, there are many voices in the world, none without uh, significance. But we, we said in this, because there are many voices surrounding us, we need to focus. But the most important voice we need to hear is the voice of the Word of God. In other words, when God speaks to us, we need to make sure we hear him, but not just to be a hearer of what he's saying. God wants us to incorporate what he says into our everyday walk and talk, into our lives, into our makeup. God wants to have an intimate relationship with us. That means um, we need to be have more than just an introductory relationship. What do I mean by an introductory relationship? When folks get saved, they get introduced to Christ. And it's through the Word that you do that, through the teaching and the preaching of His Word. But some folks have thought, well, I got saved. That means I got everything that I need. No, that's the most important thing. That means you're not going to die and go to hell. And thank God for that supernatural miracle because that's eternal life. And that is vitally important. That is the most important thing. But we shouldn't just stop there. God wants to have an intimate relationship with us. You know, I'm coming to a greater understanding that, you know, I've been here myself. and You may be here right now. Sometimes as Christians, we can become cold to the things of God. What do you mean by cold? We can say, well, I've heard this. Brother Henry taught on this, or uh, my pastor taught on this, and I've heard it before, and, you know, I've read the Bible, and, and, you know, it just doesn't seem to mean as much to me as as it did at one time. Well, what we focus on, what we make important to us, it will never grow old. If I've grown cold or if it's grown old, then I've got out of focus. When a camera is out of focus, things are blurry. You can't see like you should see. You 
don't know what to do. You won't, you'll run into things or, or, or if you take a picture with a blurry camera or blurry vid- video, you're not going to be able to make out what's going on. And sometimes Christians cannot know or not make out what's going on in their lives because they have not kept the word first place. They, as the scripture says, they left their first love to a degree. Pastor, what do you mean to a degree? Because you can uh, devalue God by devaluing the word and not even realize you're doing that when it's not, when it doesn't become so important to you. No, it's important to spend time in his presence. It's important for you to get alone, get by yourself, and get in a place to where you'll get to know him. Well, Brother Henry, why is the word first place? Well, first of all, as we quoted this scripture in just just a moment, we need to look at it in Romans 10, verse 17. Romans 10, verse 17 says this, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So for us to grow in faith or have faith to come into our lives, when we get saved, we all the Bible says we all receive the same measure of faith, the measure of faith. But faith should continue to come as we hear the word and then incorporate God's word into our everyday walk and talk and be intimate, be specific, be be diligently seeking him with the word. Again, why should I do that? Why is the word so important? Because we got to know who is the word. You said, who is the word? Yes, who is the word? The Bible tells us who the word is. And that's the first thing that we need to know as we approach this subject of giving the word first place. Why do I give the word first place? Because Jesus is the word. We see in John's gospel, chapter 1, John's 1, starting at verse 1, as we read just a few verses in this, this chapter, it says this, In the beginning, at the very start of things, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Jesus is the word made flesh, the Bible says. Verse 2 says, The same was in the beginning with God. In other words, God the Father, God the Son, the Lord Jesus, God the Holy Spirit, the person of the Godhead in action right now. The same was in the beginning with God. Verse 3 says, and notice this, all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Talking about Jesus. Jesus, all things were made by him. And without him, and thank God we're not without him, and you don't ever have to be without him. Not anything that was made uh, was made. Notice verse 4 says this, In him is life. In the word of God is life. In Jesus is life. And the life was the light of men. When you receive the light of God's word, you receive enlightenment so that you can see how to walk, how to talk, how to live, how to move, how to have your being. The light of God's word in him was life and is life. And the life was the light of men. Verse 5 says this, And the light shineth in darkness. And the dark, darkness comprehendeth it not. Anytime there's real darkness, it just takes a little bit of light to illuminate everything. 
you can have a small match. If the room is dark enough, that little match will light up the room. So, hey, if you have grown cold or grown dark, get in the Word. Get in Jesus. Read the Word and get some light. And it will illuminate your life. Or that cold feeling will leave you. That uh, that sensation of, God, where are you? You may be there. We, as Christians, we've all been there at one time or another. You're saying, God, where are you? I don't, I don't feel you like I felt before. Well, first of all, don't base your relationship on your feelings. You shouldn't even base just your natural relationships alone only on your feelings. As I've grown in my relationship with Pastor Ella, I've grown realize it's not so much that I have to have this overwhelming need to feel her right next to me all of the time. No, she can be traveling somewhere or doing something else or at work and I can be somewhere else. And I know that I love her because we've grown closer in our relationship, we've established some consistencies. I know her. And it's not just enough to know someone physically. You need to know someone, if you really want to know them emotionally. You need to know them uh, spiritually. You need to know not only uh, who they are, but you need to know about them. God wants us to know every aspect of who he is and who we are in him. So give the word first place is giving God, giving Jesus first place in our life. Well, what, what, what does that mean when I give him first place, preacher? What, what do you mean? Well, there's a scripture in one of my favorite passages, and uh, it's in the Old Covenant, uh, in the Old Testament. And, and it enlightens us on what it means to give the word first place. And I want to read um, really four scriptures to you, and then I'm going to talk about some things that they're, that these scriptures are saying. Where, where, where are these scriptures at, preacher? In Proverbs chapter 4, Proverbs 4, starting at verse 20. Proverbs 4, verse 20 says this. My son, he's talking to his children. When he says sons, he's talking to his uh, children, his Male sons as well as his female sons. You know, this is a generic term. Son means a sonship privileges. He says, my son, attend to my words. Incline thy ear unto my sayings. Let them, them what? God's words, not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Why? For, verse 22 says, for they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. And he goes on in verse 23 and says this, Keep thy heart, your spirit, with all diligence. In other words, we have to do something. For out of it, your spirit, are the issues of life. Again, so many people get dark or cold because they think, I've heard, I know this. No, you don't. If you're saying, well, 
I know all about this particular subject, you can be assured you don't know enough. And there's a lot more that you can see. In this passage in Proverbs 4 that we just read, God is telling us some things. God is really telling us three things that we need to focus on. And we're going to look at all three of them. Number one, we need to listen to the word. Number two, we need to read it. And number three, we need to memorize it. We see in verse, the Bible gives us this careful analogy of what we should do with the word. It says, and it's so important anytime, and I'll say this to you, anytime that you hear the word, whether it's in church, whether it's on a, a CD, whether it's on a television program that you're watching, whether it's on a live stream video like this, or wherever it is, you need to play close attention to what words are being said, what word, especially from the Bible, is being read to you. Verse 21 of Proverbs 4 says this, Let them, again, God's word, not depart from thine eyes. In other words, spend time alone reading God's word. Let it sink deep into your heart, into your thoughts, into your uh, thinking. The scripture says our mind can be renewed or transformed by the word of God. Our minds need to be renewed. Our minds need to be transformed. That's the reason that coldness can come is because we're not allowing the word or we're not spending enough time in the word and listening to it to be transformed by what God wants to tell us and what he wants us to do. So we need to listen to the word. We need to read what the word says. You need to get along and read the word out loud for yourself. Sometimes I just want to read and hear myself. You ought to listen and, and believe more what you say than anybody else. So listen to it and read it out loud for yourself. Memorize it. Verse 21 tells us to keep them God's word in the midst of our heart. That means we need to memorize it. We need to get it in our thinking. We need to get the word that when pressure comes on and pressure comes, the pressures of life will come on all of us. Whatever you have put in, when pressure comes on, that's what's going to come out. What do you mean by that? I can I think about when I was brushing my teeth this morning before I, was, before I was doing it. I got my toothbrush and I got my my toothpaste uh, holder. And what did I do? I squeezed the toothpaste holder. And, you know, because I squeezed it, put pressure on it, you know what came out? Toothpaste. Because that's what was put in it. Ketchup didn't come out because ketchup wasn't put in if if ketchup, I have a, a ketchup bottle in the refrigerator. I could have went there when I squeezed that and and put that 
on something, ketchup comes out because that's what's put in that. But when you squeeze whatever you put, when you get squeezed and the pressures of life, situations, circumstances can will, will squeeze us from time to time. Whatever you put in, that's what's going to come out. If you put, if you've only put uh, soap operas in, soap operas are going to come out. If you only put uh, games that you play or games that you watch in, game analogies are going to come out. You hear folks say that, and that's that's how they talk because that's what they put in. But when the pressures of life comes on you. You want something that is of value to come out because there's power in your words. If we do these three things, we will find that God's words are life unto those that find them. In other words, we got to look for, for them, God's word. We got to look to God's word, I should say. And then, and health to all our flesh. That's verse 22. Again, God's word is life unto those of us that find them and health to all our flesh. If you want to exercise your faith at a high level, give God's word first place in your life. Again, Three things. Listen to God's word. Listen to what it says. Listen to the teaching that you're hearing now. Listen to it over and over again. Read God's word. Get the word out. You read it. Take your time and spend time in God's word, reading it, studying to show yourself approved so you can rightly divide the word of truth. And then when you do that, get it in your memory. Memorize it. Uh, get it to where when pressure comes on, hey, it automatically click. clicks. What? The Word of God. When pressure comes on about finances, hey, know that Jesus has supplied all your need according to his riches and glory. Amen. That should come out. When physical pains come, hit you, or you're under attack, know that healing is part of the children's bread and you're a child of God. When that pressure comes on, healing comes out. What's coming out of you? Are you saying what God's word said about you? If you are, it's because you've given the word of God first place in your life, and that's what's coming out of you, and you're going to walk in God's best every day. God wants you to have that. And then we can know what James 1 verse 22 says. James 1 verse 22 says, But be ye a doer of the word, and not hearers only. Deceiving your own self. Don't deceive yourself. Don't just hear the word, but hear it and do it. And you're going to walk in God's best. First thing we need to do, if you haven't already, is make Jesus the head of your life. Get your heart over to him and then have an intimate talk, an intimate relationship with him. What do you mean by that? How do you do that, preacher? Well, simple. To be born again, to be saved. The Bible says we should confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus paid the price. And as I pray this prayer, I want you to pray with me. 
If you've never prayed it before, now's your time. And it's so important. It's an eternal life decision. Let's pray. Repeat after me. Father God, right now, I know I need a Savior. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, to come into my heart. Jesus, I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you died for me. You paid a price that I couldn't pay. I make you my Savior, and I make you my Lord. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me of my sins and cleansing me of all unrighteousness. I am saved. Amen. You just prayed that prayer. You just started a brand new walk with God. We got some material, some information we want to give you to help you with that walk. And we encourage you to get in a good Bible-believing, Bible-training church. That's not reaching the world. Bible church. That's where we are for you. Anywhere in the world. You see on the screen right now uh, three mini books that you can get absolutely free just by the asking. And you see that QR code that you can scan with your phone. And when you do that, it'll tell you how to be a member of Reaching World Bible Church. But, that, but then we, we explain how to be a member of the body of Christ, making Jesus your Lord, making him first your Savior, but making him your Lord. That means you're going to do what he says to do. And when you do that, your life will change forever. You're going to give the word first place. Amen. Praise God. If you like to help.